Yeah, I was having some major technical difficulties. One of them being some ferocious beast was guarding my chair, so I had to work around the ferocious beast and its super long, sharp claws. But yeah, I am sitting on a fucking cat tree. <laughs> and using it as my shelf and chair. Table and Oh, chair. hey, pals. Hey, buddies. <laughs> Anyways, the, like, what are you having? I'm having one of my mystery strains. One of my mystery waxes. I was going to say, I think it's a little sativa leaning. I'm not sure. Anyhow, you have my mystery so I said I yep. have the God's gift tonight. Yeah, what the good Lord gives you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So if, if there was nothing else to catch up on. Let me just check my brain one more time and make sure there's nothing else to catch up on. Okay. Oh, guys, if you haven't seen it already, because by the time you're hearing this, it'll have been out for a couple of weeks. But if you haven't seen it yet, go over to our Instagram and check out our Meet the Hosts posts. Because uh, <laughs> we figured, you know, you guys have been listening to us talk a lot, so you might as well get to know us a little bit. So we have shared some of our, some quick facts about us and a little insight into our personal lives. Um, and you can also see us being our goofy selves, because, you know, it's Instagram. <laughs> but... Go check us out on there. Um, oh. We've got lots of new stuff coming up there. We also have merch, and you can see all of that on our Instagram, too. But ultimately, thehighpriest.show, that's what you want to hear. Thehighpriest.show, that has all of it. <laughs> okay, so do you remember last time? Uh, my notes probably remember. Oh, good. This second computer <laughs> out here. Speaking of laptops and computers, my niece and nephew don't think that desktops look like computers. They are not what computers look like. <laughs> and I think that is the funniest thing ever. What do computers look like to them? Laptops. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Which is funny to me because my sister has had a desktop, a gaming PC as long as both of them have been alive since longer than either of them have been alive so uh, like, they're how? just trying to pull your leg and make you feel old i don't think so yeah my niece legit did not know that that was a computer she didn't know what it was next thing she knew she was playing minecraft she was happy <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 so we start out you know jesus is uh the coast and he's telling the people well, I don't, I don't remember what we determined, whether he told them or not, to go to the other side. But, well, one of his guys wanted to bury his father. Jesus was like, bro, we don't have time. We gotta go. So that was like a whole thing. <laughs> Jesus and his buddies got on the boat and they left. Um, then what? Then Jesus and his crew made it to the other side to, um, I don't remember how to say the name of the place. Gad Was it the Gad Gadarenes? Gadarenes, yep. Yeah. So there were some possessed guys that weren't letting people pass, and they thought he was just there, you know, to torture them. And uh, some things were said. These demons were, um, and these guys were cast into a couple thousand pigs. And uh, then the pigs just up and ran into the ocean and drowned. Um, and the people of that town were not very happy. So uh, that was the whole thing. 
But they weren't happy. What happened? What happened? Yeah. They were so mad at him. They they told him. They didn't tell him. They begged him to leave. And not, not just leave their little town. To leave their region. They were <laughs> pissed. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. So, the people were pissed at Jesus. And also, Jesus had this, like, um kind of attitude with them he told this guy like like yeah go tell them and tell them that i had mercy on you it's like the fuck (laughs) (laughs) why would you not have had mercy there is no reason for mercy he didn't do anything wrong the demon did the Uh, thing that was wrong the mercy was getting rid of the demons for him that he couldn't get rid of the term mercy is not quite right there no Mm mm-hmm I feel like that implies that he was doing something wrong. But has compassion. And so seeing mercy from that and like that, that's like, mm, fine. Compassion, I still wouldn't use there, but it fits. But mercy and compassion are not the same. Okay, fair. But that was last last episode. (laughs) But I mean, that wasn't all of it. There was even more to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was when the... He was like a ruler of some kind, right? He like came and like begged Jesus to heal his his, his daughter. Kid, she, yeah. was, she was like dead or she was dying. She was mostly dead. We don't know. And uh, um, Jesus was like, uh, she's just sleeping. She's fine. <laughs> it's all good. And there was also a girl that he, like, that was trying to touch him to be healed while he was... Yeah, like, on the way there. Yeah, and we had some speculation about it, that being her. And he's just oh, like, I, don't know. I just saw her. <laughs> I don't know if that completely fits or not. I don't think it actually does, but I think it's fun no. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was the storm. Did you talk about the storm? No, I didn't talk about Okay, well, you don't really have to talk about it. I was just like, yeah, there was a storm and he calmed it. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that was that episode. I missed that in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so much happened that Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an action-packed episode. Yeah, it was. I'm impressed with myself for remembering that. Okay, so is, is that enough of that stuff? Finally yeah. ready to get into to this stuff? Okay. We got a little, lot of little short things. Yeah. So the first section, we just have a little thing that Matt wants to tell us about in chapter 9, 27 to 34. Yeah, it's a little thing, but I had a lot of notes for it. Okay, I lay it on me. <laughs> so there's two little scenarios happening here. So the first one is um, Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 through 31. And in this one, um, two blind men follow Jesus and his crew, and they're begging Jesus to please heal them and give them their eyesight back. And he's like, well, how much do you believe I can do it? He's like questioning their faith in his ability. And, uh, you know, they're saying, of course, you know, we, we believe that you can do it. And so he heals them and he tells them, keep it on the down low. 
And uh, then they, they blab to everyone. They tell everyone. And uh, that was that. <laughs> and then in um, verse 32 to 34, a mute man is um, demon-oppressed. And uh, they, you know, some people brought him to Jesus. And Jesus casts out this demon. And the man can talk again. And it's awesome. And the crowd marvels. And uh, there's some Pharisees there. And uh, they ain't too happy. Um, they, again, make point that the the one who casts out demons is the prince of demons. So they're calling him the prince of demons, mm-hmm. Lucifer himself, which is funny. <laughs> I had a couple of things that kind of stood out to me or came to mind. I have some opposing point of views on the first section there, uh, 27 to 31. Um, yeah. So one part of me is like, this is this narcissistic motherfucker has to question everyone else's faith. Is your is your faith good enough? Like, Jesus, here's the thing. You're supposed to believe in yourself. You have to find your worth in yourself, not other people. I know it's hard. I'm working on it too. But Jesus, we can do it together. <sighs> him doesn't get it. He just needs other people to validate him. You said you had conflicting views? Like, what was the other thing? Um, I think that this is, like, from my pagan point of view, I think this is actually a really great lesson. This is Jesus actually teaching them a really good lesson in manifestation because it is fact that if you believe something is going to happen, it is more likely to happen to you. And the more you believe it and the more energy you put into that belief, the more likely it is to happen. And that is a big part of manifestation, is just speaking it into existence. And he here is saying, like, are, like, okay, you're, you're begging me to heal you. Do you believe this is actually going to work? Mm-hmm. Or do you just want to do this because you don't know what else to do? You know? That's yeah. kind of how I see that. Yeah, okay. That's how I was kind of like feeling with it too. It's like, well, my power only works if you actually believe it can work. Are you really believing it or are you just saying it? Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's a good lesson in that. And, uh, no, that is a good belief. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, the, the way he says it, as soon as they could see, tell no one. So, I mean... If it didn't work, he'd have to, oh, it did. And they just keep going on like, oh, yeah, Jesus healed me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Pretending they can see. That's funny. Oh, my God. Pretending they can see. It's not translated like any other time. It's like, don't tell anyone about it. It's like, they can see now. See that no man know it. It's like, are, is he telling them to still pretend to be blind now? That's a good point. Were they supposed to pretend to be blind? Or was were they supposed to act like... It was just this miraculous thing out of nowhere. They have no idea how yeah. it happened. Because I would notice if someone close to me was blind and then they weren't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> how blind were they if they followed him, though? I was kind of wondering that, too. That must have been difficult for them to follow if they're blind. Especially because he was getting off a boat, right? Uh, It just starts with them when Jesus departed thence. I don't know. He's leaving Jarius's house, whatever. If he's leaving town for a minute, it just, both of these start with and they went out and they went out. So he yeah went, he went out on a thing, an outing. Well, either way, 
that would be very difficult. Yeah. I had another note about the mute man that was um, oppressed, demon oppressed. And, okay, I bring so much emphasis to that because that's the whole point of this. Because, like, the verse uses the term demon oppressed in, in my translation in the ESV. So I'm, I'm curious, like, what the significance is to that because I feel like they're not used interchangeably, but they're very distinctly used. So mm-hmm. is demon possession when the demon enters your body, but only, like, only when the demon is actually physically controlling your body in the words, and then demon oppression is just when it's existing in your body, but not active? Or is there a difference at all? Um... I feel like mine's always said possessed, so I, I I haven't noticed that, but like, okay, if they are trying to find something that was actually translated better or closer, then yeah, what would that mean? I, I don't know. Yeah, because like, I feel like mine usually uses the, the term demon possessed or possessed by mm-hmm. a demon, but this one specifically said demon oppressed, and I was uh, like, huh, that feels significant. Demon oppressed just sounds like... He, he owes, he, he's in debt to the demon or something. Yeah, like like <laughs> Ursula yeah. oppressed Ariel, you know, by mm-hmm. like taking her voice. Same thing. This demon's like, you can have your mouth back when you fucking pay me. Give <laughs> 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 your goddamn soul. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oppression and possession are two classifications of demon influence and harassment. Blah, 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 blah. Oppression. The demon does not directly attack the person, but influences behavior and the entire life. Okay, that sounds like possession. But possession is the state where demon gains full command of a person's body. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So, they, so he was pressed because he tried a little devil and like i need to get rid of this he didn't go all the way Mm -hmm. yeah this demon only has control of his mouth can only keep it closed the throat chakra oh but while i was there i found a gotquestions.org how do we distinguish a psychological disorder from demon possession what (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah wow interesting here, I'll send it to you, because why not? <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness. What? My goodness, just this article. Mm. The description of a possessing demon, evil, means unclean in Greek, therefore making it impossible for, for the Holy Spirit to share his dwelling place. I honestly didn't have, like, anything on this other than plot. Like, neither did my Bible notes. I had nothing for this section so fair enough okay sorry passing thought i think it would be really funny mm-hmm. to tell my dad that jesus is one of my patrons <laughs> patrons patrons when are you gonna do that i don't know it's not the truth because i don't work with him okay i don't know enough about that shit with him well then what is it was it supposed to just be a joke or the real thing uh well, I've considered it for real, but also I think it would be really funny. I think he would have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, one more thing. Okay, why did Jesus tell the two blind men to keep his miracle a secret? 
but then he cast out the demon healing the mute man in front of a whole crowd of people in the same town or allegedly in the same town i mean same area at best. i don't know because my thought is like the only reason to keep it a secret is if you don't want the pharisees to find out Mm -hmm. um so if that's the case then there's no point in having those two keep it a secret if you're just going to be out in the public doing that he doesn't want him to know everything that he's doing and then Maybe. he so because he plans when he goes out in public and he's got all his bros with him and then he's like i'm gonna do some miracles today and then he's got backup and then he can leave fair well i thought his guys were with him when the blind men were there too oh yeah fair but i don't know they weren't worthy of it being public two blind guys isn't as cool as a demon and a mute guy that's just his logic, I guess. I don't know. I have tried to find my answers, but I haven't come to any. Yeah. We've, um, yeah, we've been running into that a lot, I feel, lately. <laughs> it's almost like there's plot holes in this book. <laughs> but of course, the infallible book could ever be false. I mean, it's still, like, in any crime or heist movie or something, like, Sure, there's a crime you do in front of the police. That's to distract from all the other crime you're doing. I'm not saying that this is crime, but like that's the closest example I got in my head. It's still like you don't want yeah. to know everything you're doing. Fair. But then even still, it feels like the the second act he did was bigger than the first. So why was this the bigger one, the public one? I mean, one? because maybe he actually blinded them. And we left out that part because we know later that Jesus blinds people too. You're right. He blinded Saul. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. So actually, he just blinded them and then healed them because he's a bully. <laughs> mm, that's a hot take. <laughs> because he accidentally mixed up his potions. See, the guy asked for a bigger dick and he, he mixed up his potions and it made the guy blind and then he had to fix it. And the guy's dick didn't change at all. Um. <laughs> okay, so next section. Yeah. Okay, and that was in Matt now chapter thirteen, verse fifty-four to fifty-eight, and Mark chapter six, one to six. Then yeah. this is the part where okay, now the people from when his own, people from my own town are like, wait, Jesus, that guy really? He's doing this? I don't believe it. Whatever. And then yeah and then the bible's like well he didn't do these acts because nobody there believed him so he didn't do a lot of miracles there yeah man he went home and was trying to teach in the synagogues and stuff and they were just like this fucking kid the carpenter's son yeah mary's son it's like okay if he is you know the child of god like i really don't think god's gonna let anything happen to him as a baby so you can be really public with that <laughs> yeah yeah. It already was cuz they're cuz that's what they were telling people. Like, well. Yeah, that's why I'm like, why are you guys not Why are you guys surprised? <laughs> because that was never the thing. Yeah. But Jesus agreed with me. I mean, Mark Mark mentioned it, Matthew didn't, but um in verse 6 in that part, mm-hmm. um Mark mentions that Jesus was astonished at the people's rejection like their reactions to this <laughs> and i was like man i i, I feel because he was probably really excited to get home and to be back yeah. with his family and familiarity and 
then he gets back and it's like everybody's kind of being a dick and they're like this motherfucker is claiming to be god are you kidding me the fucking carpenter's son you know that that would feel like the same prodigal son story or whatever like you know jesus came and he said he did all these things but now he's gotta come back or whatever like is that just what they're thinking I don't know. yeah maybe i put a tldr note in here um jesus is tinkerbell nazareth is captain hook's ship i you don't watch enough tinkerbell no i don't jesus is tinkerbell you have to believe the pixie dust will work you have to believe for fairy's magic to work okay and captain hook's ship is the most negative horrible place in all of neverland (laughs) <laughs> it is full of spiteful, hopeless people. I mean, from the start, what was it? The disciple that's never mentioned anymore, or someone like Nathan or something. He's like, really? Something oh, yeah. good comes out of Nazarene? Like that? Okay, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus is Tinkerbell. That's the lesson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything else for that section. Neither did I. See? Little short little tidbits. Tidbits of yeah. Jesus. Oh, this is kind of like cosmic cable or whatever. Cosmic. Oh, oh, interdimensional cable. <laughs> interdimensional, yes. <laughs> yeah. It I should like be cosmic, cosmic cable because, better. Yeah. I was trying to, my brain goes with alliteration by default. Yeah. As it should. <laughs> but yeah, interdimensional cable. It's just yeah. a bunch of random stuff happening. Here we go. Interdimensional Jesus. <laughs> also all this reading like i i barely just have a handful of trivial notes given to me along with the bible like yeah it's just there's just nothing for uh, they did not have any good notes no, there was nothing useful in the notes <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and then that yeah that section is another short one matt chapter 9 verse 35 to 38 yeah it's just a little t- yeah what was it Jesus was, um, uh, after he leaves his hometown and all that, he goes to every village and he teaches in the synagogues. He proclaims the gospel, heals the afflictions and the sick. Yeah. And then it just kind of <laughs> zooms in on Jesus during that and he just sees a bunch of them and he's like, wow, there's a lot of people that need help. Pray the Lord sends us help. Yeah. Why is Jesus telling them to pray that his dad sends help? This it feels like an odd request. Um, maybe it's because he knows, but they don't know, so he wants <laughs> to make them. I don't know. Yeah. There maybe maybe to him he's just Steve Harrington, and and the disciples are just a bunch of middle school boys, and he needs to keep them busy doing something. It's like, if they're praying, at least they're not bothering me. Oh, yeah, fair. i bother my dad instead. Yeah. Unless it's a hive mind and he can still hear it in the back of his head. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how annoying that would be? If they're supposed to be three and one, they are. They have to have a I feel a like it's more mind. of a cloud mind. And it's only annoying because your puny human brain can't perceive it. <laughs> but that's the thing is he, he had a human brain, too. <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine hearing every... Well, maybe he had a grasshopper brain. Grasshopper brain? He could have had any brain that was needed. Grasshoppers, I don't know, bugs have hive minds. Probably more of a bee. Oh, he had a bee brain. But but Jesus was a human, and that's who we're talking about. (laughs) I know. You goof. 
but but can you imagine hearing literally every prayer to god while while you're just trying to go about your fucking day <laughs> that's why i just always trying need to alone take, time yes he's like just trying to take a piss and all he hears is people praying like please don't let my wife find out about my mistress please <laughs> i don't know do you, do you think that those prayers actually go? But should that one reach God, shouldn't there be a filter system? Hey, there's a lot of things that there should be in Christianity <laughs> that there's not. But as far as I have been told, God hears and answers every single prayer, including the bullshit ones that should be filtered out. <laughs> <laughs> because then who decides what's a bullshit prayer and what's not? Who decides what's good enough? God would be the only one who could do it, and I don't like his opinions. <laughs> so, so here's here's a what is this? A take. No. Okay, whatever. Okay, so still trying to remember, like, okay, reading that as well, like uh, the the God is like the you the universe thing, like that still makes sense because it's like okay, well you're gonna like you you can hope for all these things and like like you're saying earlier with like manifestation and okay you make it happen and then that's gonna feel figure out from there if that was a good thing or a bad thing to do because however the universe is gonna have it play out that is true because if you go with that every decision you make creates a forking path creates two (laughs) a forking path forking (laughs) yeah a fork and path um, creates two realities. One reality, you choose to take the red pill. The other reality, you take the blue pill. What happens in those realities? What plays out? Depends on what was chosen. But like, yeah, the filter just happens after. It's like the Brita. The water gets dumped <laughs> into it first. Okay. And then it gets filtered out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then this next section... They, it brings in just all of Matthew chapter 10 again, but so oh, if yeah. you need a refresher, you can do that. But then it's also Mark chapter 6, 7 to 13, and then Luke chapter 9, 1 to 6. And all that really happens here is Jesus sends out the 12 disciples again in pairs this time. If this isn't the first time and it's all mixed up or he's just keeps doing this that's what i'm confused about is this a separate time because we had this whole story about jesus and talking to the disciples and giving them these god powers Mm -hmm. making them warlocks you know yeah we had all that in matt but we didn't get that in in mark and luke until now yeah so i'm confused at the timeline on all this Mm -hmm. because i feel like they didn't actually have all these abilities and shit for the last several episodes so where did all of that go and why are they why is it happening again if they already had it happen is it just more disciples that are unnamed now (gasps) oh my god he had a bigger army than we thought oh yeah the 12 and began to send them forth by two and two and gave them or maybe they maybe like avatar one you know they don't always get the power to heal Jesus has to grant them it while they go out, and then he gets it back at the end. Oh, interesting. Okay, so 
It's like mission weapons in Borderlands. I give it back at the end. <laughs> okay. I have to relate everything to other things to make it make sense. Hey, that's that's really what you have to do. It feels weird just having this in here again now because it's like, okay, we already, we already had this. Why is this being done again? Why wasn't yeah. it put together? That's why I feel like I'm not understanding the timeline uh-huh. all, all the way. Yeah. Also, it went really, really in-depth in Matthew, and it did not in uh, Mark and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like, I feel at this point, um, I don't know, I haven't looked, I can't remember. It kind of feels like it could happen a third time or something. Like, okay, now we get the rest of what Matt said the first time. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I can yeah. see it. So Matt was just collecting all, like jesus best things and putting it into one or something yeah maybe he was like we gotta play this out like a fucking movie scene <laughs> movies haven't been invented yet but we gotta play it out like a fucking movie scene why, why, why is that it's a story why does this need movies <laughs> <laughs> just good story storytelling you gotta figure that out did you have anything <laughs> you wanted to add for this um we're getting culty again yeah yeah. Why? Why is that? Cause I don't know. It's he's sending his people out to everyone because, like, literally everyone needs help. Their goal is to get everyone, and uh, I don't know about the Christians back then, but the Christians today are very tend to be very selfish in their attempts to help people. Like, they get an idea of how they want to help someone, and they do it without consideration of whether or not that's actually helping, or whether or not it is wanted. And I have just this bad image in my head of them just going around and fucking people's lives up, because they think that they're helping by telling them all about Jesus and all of this shit. And really, it's not good. All of these lives are just, like, fucked. (laughs) Uh, since he he did transfer the power though, so it's not just they weren't just talking; they were, you know, okay, you know, do the thing too, yeah, yeah. So at least they had that going for him. Well, yeah, yeah. I just it could be a really good thing and it could be a really bad thing. So we don't know; it's all speculation. But yeah, no, that's one image I have for sure that it was just them wrecking mayhem, mayhem, not realizing it, and. I am putting a really weird emphasis on every word I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I sound like Ross Geller. Um, no, I don't. He uses better emphasis. Correct emphasis. I don't. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because here's the thing. So many problems occur when we assume we know what's best for other people's lives. We When we assume we're helping, but really... That's not what they need. We can't know what people need unless they directly tell us, hey, I need this. You know? Because every person responds differently to every situation. And every situation is different. And you likely don't know the full story. Especially if you're a random passerby like all of the disciples that are being sent out to all Mm -hmm. of these people. They don't fucking know any of these people's stories. It's awesome that they're healing people. That's dope. But also, like, healing sick people isn't the only thing they're doing. 
I don't know what all they're doing. <laughs> I just know that they're interfering with a lot of people's lives. Sorry, I went on way too long about that. No, what what else like what do you think they're doing though? I, I mean I guess what it comes down to for me is what all is classified as an ailment or an illness or whatever for them to heal. But you don't think they're just walking up and healing random people? It's just like if people came to them, then they would heal them. Like that's kind of how it's always been set up. That's how I would assume. I mean, maybe. The reason that I don't know is because in the last part that we just read, Matthew 9, 35 to 38... They were talking about how everybody needs healed. Everyone. Everywhere. So I'm like, man, if their target audience is literally everyone, <laughs> does it, do they get to consent? <laughs> okay, I can see that. And also, what if a sick person didn't like Jesus and didn't want to be healed by him? What if she did not agree with him? Or he? What if they did not agree with him? Well, if like when he was on the mount and he extends his virtue out they're just in the radius that just happens well no because it's still he'll send it out and when he sends it out like the other blind people if you truly believe okay he's gonna power it out then it will as long as there's consent involved okay (laughs) (laughs) the last section is matt chapter 14 verse 1 to 12 mark chapter 6 verse 14 to 29 in Luke chapter 9, verse 7 to 9. Do you want to, like, tell me what happened? Oh, yeah. So, uh, this was a heavy one. Heavy holding lots of volumes, I guess. Rather than heavy, deep and sad. I mean, I guess it's kind of deep and sad, too. But, um, John the Baptist, we already know, had been imprisoned. So that was a thing. Um, mm-hmm. he was talking about how King Herod's marriage was unlawful and he shouldn't marry his brother's wife. (laughs) And (laughs) um, King Herod didn't like that. And his wife really didn't like that. And uh, she wanted him dead. And he was like, uh, no, sorry. (laughs) Which I think is interesting because in Matthew, it says that he feared doing anything to to john Mm -hmm. because the people were like behind him the people supported him um but um or he was a prophet he was respected as a prophet is i think the Mm -hmm. verbiage they used and then in mark it said he was afraid he feared john because he was a holy man and he believed that john would protect them protect him particularly you know yeah Um, so i thought that discrepancy was interesting because those are two very different reasons i mean well they they both circle back to fear of they do could happen but yeah but yeah normally he he wouldn't mess with this guy he either is trusts him or is afraid of him or is like not just like oh unnecessary evil (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah so He's like, sorry, wife, we can't kill this guy. And uh, it was his birthday. And he was like, hey, wife, what do you want? She was like, I want his head on a fucking platter. She was Mm -hmm. like, all right, done. And they did the thing. And Matthew says that John's disciples buried his body and alerted Jesus. Whereas Mark says his disciples 
laid his body in a tomb. So, he was either in a tomb or buried somewhere. Mm -hmm. Can't get that story straight. But I do think that is interesting because I have heard a lot about how John was um, placed in a tomb when he was killed. And a lot of people talking about whether or not it was the same tomb, like Jesus was put into the same tomb or a different tomb. And uh, more of just a hypothetical scenario type thing, not a legitimate questioning Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Well, uh, Matt and Mark um, are the ones that went like the most into it because this wasn't even like this happening. This was just a flashback that Herod was having because Herod's hearing about Jesus and he's like, is is Jesus JB? Like, no, I killed JB. But does he, did he come back? That's how it was going in Matt and Mark. But Luke said that Herod was actually more sure. He's like, where it was, he heard about the rumors that Jesus was John the Baptist. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I killed that man. Let me meet this one. Yeah. Because uh, that guy's dead. I had his head on a platter. Yeah. Yeah. I guess not necessarily. I, I didn't really mean to say he doesn't have a clear picture He or he doesn't have a mm. full picture. I meant he doesn't have an accurate yeah. take. It's only a few details that are not the same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is just a bunch of rumors. Everyone's just like leaning over here about that Jesus guy. And they just keep going around. And, that Jesus guy. And now guy. it's gotten to a ruler. It's gotten back to Herod. The guy who apparently wanted him dead when he was not born yet, or two, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is the same guy. Yeah. Oh, shit. This doesn't look good for Jesus. (laughs) Okay, how really was he against the idea of, you know, of killing John the Baptist? Like, he's like, no, no, we really can't do that. And then she just, like, on his birthday, does some fancy dancing as, like, please kill him he's like oh you know of course well she she tricks him into it yeah. with the, like promise me you'll do something and he's like I yeah guess i gotta hold this promise because because <laughs> it also i don't remember if it was matt matt or mark now that was that mentioned it but it also said like the people agreed because it was i forget the word some covenant i don't know something birthday thing <laughs> mm-hmm. that he had to honor it wasn't just him. The people agreed. Okay. They cray cray. Okay, but it straight up feels like a Snow White type story. How? Um, at least just the beginning part. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> the queen is jealous of um, mm-hmm. Snow White, and so she sends someone to go kill her and take out her heart and bring it back to her. So that's like the whole how she's supposed to die. This is like... A different universe where Snow White is John the Baptist <laughs> and John the Baptist died. <laughs> the queen got her wish, but mm-hmm. she wasn't jealous of, of him. She was pissed at him. How dare you yeah. try to fucking interfere with my marriage? I'm here for the money. Fuck you. My brother wasn't, or his brother <laughs> wasn't good enough. He didn't have enough money, enough power. This motherfucker's got it all. Don't take this from me. Was her name Herod? Dina or something? I can't remember. Like okay, Yeah, something. Uh, yeah. If, if you're just going on with that, then, I mean, I feel like that's a decent assessment you got of personality. Yeah. 
because I mean that was the name he gave her and that's a tip like that's just female me like who's yeah. who's actually agreeing I don't know agreeing to that right like either she doesn't have a say in this or she doesn't care she's a gigantic she's... gold digger <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah do whatever yeah. sure you want me to be called what <sighs> fine <laughs> and if she doesn't have a say then I'd she would never be able to be like you gotta promise me anything yeah yeah that's a good point she wouldn't have that control unless she normally didn't and that was the one time that's true I don't know. They keep going on forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is also true. You know what's funny is the only time I've actually ever heard this story was inside of the, um, oh, I forget what it's called, but the the art museum in Chicago. That is the only place I've ever heard this story. Okay, I was going to say, I don't remember any of these specific things at all. Okay, what 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 lesson was i missing or whatever but it was just at an art you didn't miss a single one <laughs> i was reading the plaque when i was looking at the painting and i didn't realize it was john the baptist and i was there with my dad because i was for the longest time he wouldn't take me there because he felt it was immoral to take a child to the art museum because there are statues that are naked and paintings that are naked so he waited till i was 17 and we finally went and i had so many questions because <laughs> so much of it is based on religion and he has a real good understanding of that i mean my mom if she knew there was like that kind of stuff she wouldn't have taken yeah it's frustrating to me as somebody who is passionate about art and loves art but i also know that's very common in uh in the Christian community, with um, with my mom and my stepdad, we would still go, but we would have to avoid that section. <laughs> Closing the Bible. And anything from today sticks out? Um, I'm still intrigued by uh, this demon possession versus oppression. Um, I think that's cool. I think the whole <laughs> idea of it is very intriguing, because I've never considered that before. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just keep getting more and more conflicting vibes about Jesus at this point in our story, at this point in the life of Jesus, and, uh, I'm waiting to see how it all crashes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna redeem himself or not. What did you get from this episode, from this reading? Uh, like, right, right here at the end, how, okay, these, these three, like, different gospels i actually I like present a different herod and it's it this seems actually like the most jarring thing that's conflicting between all of them because yeah uh, luke is trying to it doesn't necessarily mean he respects them but he's like okay this is a powerful guy and then everyone else is like well look at him and how terrible he is or whatever yeah okay also on that, too, I think it's interesting how much um, Matt and Mark went into this whole story of uh, John the Baptist and Herod here, mm -hmm. and Luke literally had two verses and didn't actually tell about the story, <laughs> just something he said, you know? Yeah. He was like, I don't want any part of this story. I'm not a part of this. I mean, but the story did feel like... It it's it's felt like you know a classic old testament type thing though yeah it did 
I mean, I guess that's that's a fitting end for you know the the old because John was supposed to be the last of that old religion, so it seems like a one final thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. I don't know if it's the final thing though. So. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. This was a good kind of sporadic reading section, like you said. It was our uh, interdimensional cable. <laughs> but yes. Tune in next time. See what's happening next in the life of Jesus. <sighs> this has been a wild ride. Lots of jumping mm-hmm. around. Lots of mm. different... Jumping lots of tracks. Yeah. Lots of yeah. topics covered. So, we will see you in the next episode of The Life of Jesus. See what he's up to next. What crazy shit he gets into. We've seen war crimes. We've seen demon possession. Demon oppression. What will we see next? <laughs> see you, pals. Catch you later.